0: There are a few games in this society that we can call genre changers, that we can call epic watershed moments that change the way not just video game people think about video games, but the way that everyone thinks about video games. These are the games that that are truly iconic and stand the test of time. This is a story about one of those games and what happens when that game becomes such a huge huge part of your life and what happens when that uh, the company that makes that game lets you down this is the more you nerd and we're talking about world of warcraft Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show. The more you nerd. My name is Drew, and we are here to go on a journey with another game that made us. But I cannot do it alone. I need my co-host, my partner in crime, my raid buddy, my dungeon team member. Miles, how are you, friend? I'm, I'm doing
1: great. I have honestly had the best time this month talking about the games that made us and i i'm happy you got to go on vacation last week i'm a little bummed that we had to shorten this month of all months so Um, so
0: well i i have a story for you about this and this is uh so if you're tuning into this to this episode we have had, uh, this is the third of our games that made a segment. Uh, and with uh, well, the first game we talked about was links awakening on the Nintendo game boy. Second game we talked about was final fantasy eight. And I promised miles that because I was going to be spending about 12 hours in a car that I was going to spend some time in final fantasy eight. And Gang, I, I opened. Front of lies. I <laughs> opened up my Nintendo Switch, where I was playing. I was in the middle of a campaign in Final Fantasy VIII remastered, and I looked at that game, and I realized I didn't know where I was or what I was doing. And the cell phone signal in that point of South Carolina that we were driving through was so bad that I couldn't even look it up. So, I, I know exactly where you were. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, I, uh, I, were you, were did, you on, on, were you on I 26? I, yeah, I believe so.
1: Yes. I know exactly where you were. There is a dead zone like right before you get to the Somerville area that you just can't escape.
0: And where we were ended up being just terrible for self-interception anyway. So unfortunately, yep. unfortunately, what what that meant was I didn't play. I did. I did eventually play some Final Fantasy eight on the trip. I did play some. I figured out where I was when I got Wi-Fi in the hotel. Me. He's
1: he's he's being truthful.
0: I, 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 I did the. I got to the end of disc two and I am now at the beginning of disc three. That's where I am in the game. After thinking that I was in the middle of disc three and completely lost, Uh, but that's a story for another day. But (laughs) in, on that trip, I did start another gameplay session of links. Awakening played the entire game. I got, I did not get every secret seashell, which is a, an optional uh, quest, uh, but I did get enough to get the, the level two sword. Uh, I did, uh, get all of the, uh, collectible statues that you can get in the switch version of the game playing the trendy game, uh, situation. And I did, uh, I, I I also didn't get every uh heart piece so I didn't get full hearts but I did beat the game with zero deaths uh so that I got the special moment at the end of the credits and uh yeah, so I did that uh in the last week and uh that was a really fun time. I really loved that game it just reinforced how much I love that game <laughs>
1: it's a great game it is a truly great game i I am really happy that we got a chance to like day into it um and and this this week we it's another Drew episode, um so Miles gets robbed this month. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to talk about this because this is something that I have known about you since before I knew you. Because I knew your your future wife before I knew you. Yeah, and which I mean, like to this day, like it kills me that we weren't best friends in college. I like, know,
0: and like we wasted four years of not knowing yeah. each other. Like I believe like, we did. And I saw you around, but I, and I knew I knew Rebecca but like for whatever reason we just never hung out and this is something that i need to try to actually rescue off of a hard drive before that hard drive completely craps out because it's at this point a 20 year old hard drive that hasn't been plugged in in forever um miles and i really actually met when he agreed because of a friend of a friend of a friend uh to be in a in a a short documentary film I was making <laughs> about a comic book store uh, in in Spartanburg, the, the South, Carolina where, in where Spartanburg we South to, Carolina, where we went to college, <laughs> and uh, he agreed to be interviewed for that. And and I I need to I would love to pull that footage out and just
1: I would love to see it because I honestly I don't remember what I was I. Would...
0: I don't because worry, you
1: were you, you were probably classmates with um I don't care if anyone knows about this uh Kim Boone, yes. she was doing a uh documentary about vegetarianism, Yes, because I remember being interviewed for hers, and I also remember just kind of coasting through that one um, but i I feel like your <laughs> your interview was at the store, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah, yeah,
0: I spent like an entire day at that store i did i i I recorded a bunch of stuff i I literally sat there and filmed for like an hour and a half of them setting up for, I can't remember if it was Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, but it was...
1: Hey, at, at that time, it could have been that or Yu-Gi-Oh! They, uh, they were a big Yu-Gi-Oh! store.
0: Yeah, it was one of the nights where they were setting up for, uh, for one of their game sessions, and I literally sat my camera there and just recorded for hours of them setting up and setting the tables up and getting all the things and watching people filter in, and I... I know I intended to play it in fast motion just to show like kind of time skip uh, for that to happen. I don't right. know if I actually, I don't, I don't honestly remember if I pulled it off or not. Um,
1: it, it's uh, exciting. I had a film project that year too, but I, I, I know all that footage was lost um, because the people that I gave it to were uh, perpetually stoned. Um, <laughs> so we were in college gang. We were in college. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> The, so with Rebecca, I knew that she played WoW because we were in a playwriting class together, and that was when the South Park episode about WoW came out, and she was very excited about it. And mm-hmm. she, I think, had not watched much South Park at the time, so she was asking a couple of questions, and and I remember that being a big deal, at, like when that came out, because it's like, oh no, they're, they're, they they were given the the access to actually use WoW. And and they do. It's it's honestly an excellent episode of television. It it,
0: it is. And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, as we get through as we get through this, because that episode is iconic and that it gets as much wrong about World of Warcraft as it gets right about World of Warcraft. Which I think was the intention, knowing knowing those guys. I mean, they they made sacrifices to the story for the sake of it being funny. And that is all that matters because yeah. that episode was really, really great. But so before we start getting into WoW,
1: I do want to ask you, did you play Warcraft so before he... oh,
0: that? So, so gather round young Miles, stay a <laughs> while and listen. Wait, no, that's a different blizzard game. Um uh so so if you guys have listened to our show long enough, you guys may know that I am primarily a Macintosh computer user. Yes, yes, yes. I'm one of those people. I am a Mac user. What you may not know about me or what may not be clear is that I have been a Mac user for a very, very long time. My entire life, in fact, and as someone who is approaching the age of 40, that is a long time. Before Even before Macs were made out of different colors, <laughs> before they were the cool people computer, I was using <laughs> Macs. I was using Macs in the Gil Emilio days, in the in the the non Steve Jobs days. That is when I was when I became a Mac user. So I I wear that particular badge of honor as uh, that. I am not a switcher. I have never really used a Windows computer much outside of a couple of times that I've had a gaming PC. But that is important to know the story of Drew and the Warcraft franchise and Blizzard games as a whole. Because back in the 1990s we got a lot of games on Mac, more than you would think. We got Doom, for example. We got Doom 2. We got Quake. We did not get Quake 2. Don't know why. But a company that was all but, but a, m- a lot of times when these games would be put out, f- the Mac version was always done at a later time by a different company. They would be there would be do do ports of games. And that is honestly still still common uh uh, the company aspire does a ton of mac ports of video games it's why i've been able to play borderlands and this and that but back in the day one company in particular was always really really good about putting their games out on mac not just day one but in the same box the same code in the box would work for the mac version or the pc version and that company was blizzard entertainment so when it comes to playing games on computers, one of the one of the companies that I played games most of were Blizzard games. I played Warcraft two. I played I played a demo of Warcraft one, but but I didn't start playing those games until a couple of years after Warcraft one was kind of over and done and Warcraft two. And it's uh, and it's uh, a spinoff uh, the, the Beyond the Dark Portal. It's 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 a uh, expansion pack. I played all of those, and then I I played Primal Rage. Well, Primal Rage was a fighting game, right? But wasn't it Blizzard? I don't know that Primal Rage was Blizzard.
1: Was it? Or the that was rare. Hold on,
0: I think that was. I I thought it was.
1: I need to double check on that.
0: No, for some reason I thought I thought Blizzard put out
1: the PC port of Primal Rage, but I was wrong.
0: So 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 to move on of course I played world I played Warcraft 2 I played StarCraft uh constantly and 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 right at the end of my high school career and moving into college a little game called Warcraft 3 came out and Warcraft 3 uh, was a very fun RTS game it was very different than Warcraft 2 it focused on heroes it, it, you know in these in these real-time strategy games you had armies and you would build bases and you would have have you know uh, you'd build a footman and you build a knight and you'd build a you know a shaman or an ogre or whatever but in Warcraft 3 you did all that but you also had these named hero characters heroes like Thrall the orc warchief or Jaina Proudmore, the human mage, or Sylvanas Windrunner, the 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 elven ranger who falls to the to the dark side and becomes a, a specter, uh, and and this game was and and its uh expansion pack. I keep wanting to call them DLC, but they weren't called DLC then. They were called expansion packs. And uh, so so when I when I played these games and, and, and of course, Warcraft three's uh, uh, uh frozen throne uh, expansion back came out, I played all of these things. And then I started hearing rumblings that a new game was coming out. That was a bit different. It was Warcraft, but it wasn't Warcraft. It was this thing set in the Warcraft world, but it was this weird new kind of game called an MMORPG, a massively multiplayer online role-playing game.
1: Yes. And and this is interesting because at the time, the the first commercially successful, and I, I would say the still like at the time, the biggest one was EverQuest. And, Everqu-
0: and I remember having a conversation in my physics class with the kid that sat in front of me. Who was a smart kid had skipped a couple of grades, so he was younger than the rest of the class. But we, we, you know, came came buddies. He was showing me his mini disc player and talking about World of War or talking about EverQuest. Um, <laughs>
1: that's. And, it, and it, I remember seeing like trailers in movie theaters for EverQuest expansion stuff, and it was the first time I'd ever seen a video game represented on on that large of a screen and this is i think still pre wow would have had probably
0: would have had to have been honestly
1: and i remember like i I didn't really understand mmos at the time all i I knew that is you had to pay a monthly fee and i didn't want to do that
0: i i didn't understand them either in fact world of warcraft is not the first mmo i ever played the first mmo i ever played was actually uh Star Wars, what was it called? Star Wars Galactic Galaxies, right? Star Wars Galaxies, well, Star Wars Galaxies, yeah, yes, Galaxies. thank you. And uh, our 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 good friend Patrick had bought it and was playing it on his his computer in his in his dorm room. And I went over to his dorm room and was like, "Hey, can I start a character? Just check this out." And I started a Wookie character that I named Drew Baca. Yes, of course I did because why would I not? Um,
1: I mean, you 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 kind of have to. I mean, that's that's a good one,
0: but. I, I, I started playing that game and like I was pressing the button to shoot, but it wasn't shooting immediately. And like, it was kind of this weird, like it wasn't as real time as I was expecting games to be at that point. I constantly died to like these super low level creatures that I may have also just been in the wrong place because I wasn't, you know, ready for that game. And, uh, and, and that's, that's where my, uh, MMO, uh, career ended or so I thought. So flash forward a couple of years of me thinking that I'm not going to be interested in this game to uh, I have just returned from my semester abroad uh, in college. I was gone for a spring semester and came back or gone for a fall semester, came back for a spring semester, and I was getting paired with a random roommate. And uh, I was nervous about this roommate because I knew this roommate was a football player being a nerd uh I was slightly concerned with how this was going to go. Uh, I I was a little uh you know I I you know I'm a I'm a I'm a nerdy dude. I've never really been into sports and I'm gonna be be uh paired with this with this uh with this roommate that I knew who he was just by name because he looked like and was nicknamed Ogre as in the football playing bully from the revenge of the nerds movie <laughs> uh this this dude uh his name was his was brad and my uh are you talking about ba i'm talking about ba uh oh Br- that's awesome so, so that brad uh, uh spoiler warning this dude was in my wedding i love this dude but uh <laughs> so i i get i move in a week early because i'm i need time to set up and so i'm i'm in i'm in earlier than than he is to come back from the semester and i'm kind of looking around i'm like He's left all his DVDs in the room uh, because he was only gone for for Christmas break for a couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, this dude has rest development on DVD. OK, all right. He's got he's got a bunch of anime. That's OK, maybe this isn't going to be so bad. And this is in the days before we would like talk to people or text or whatever. Like we still had T9 on our phones. So texting wasn't really a huge thing yet. Um, I had literally just learned to text by being in Europe for three months. Um, And my first encounter with, with my new roommate, Brad, was this big giant football dude coming in, backpack on his back, PC, CPU like big tower computer under one arm mm-hmm. monitor under the other arm busting in the door's like oh hey dude what's up i'm brad nice to meet you going into going into his section of the room we had cubicles uh setting up his computer and immediately turning on world of warcraft
1: brad it infuriates me that we weren't best friends <laughs> because
0: like i hung out with brad all the time Look, dude, I know, I know. This is one of those things where in the story of Drew and Miles, I'm glad we eventually found each other, but (laughs) we needed to get there, I guess. It is wild to me. (laughs) So so this is when I first learned about what World of Warcraft was and what what it could do. Because this dude who I just met literally sits down and plays this game for hours. And this is in... The end of the, so this is in 2000 and uh, would have been early 05. So World of Warcraft has come out in November of 2004. I meet him in January of 05. So we are in the very, very early days of World of Warcraft. Uh, and, and to talk about World of Warcraft and some of its importance, because I think we need to is to talk a little bit about kind of how, what this game did differently. Because this this MMO was different than previous games. One, it was based off an existing property. So you already had a whole bunch of story coming into it. We were being told about characters like you're depending on what faction you chose at the beginning of the game, whether it was Horde or Alliance, you were meeting characters that that you were playing as in Warcraft three. You're in places that you visited in Warcraft one and two and three uh, but but the other side of that is that in games like EverQuest, let's say there was a dragon that would spawn at random intervals and that would drop something really, really cool. Well, what you would have is you'd have a bunch of 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 players just team up and wait for that dragon to spawn and then try to attack it and be the first group to get it defeated, to kill it so that you could get the rewards what what wow did was wow created the context the concept of instanced content uh, con, uh, instance content i this phrase is so hard to say for some reason uh it was it was so so important to the game that one of the biggest War, warcraft podcasts the instance which actually just ended last year uh was based off of that and this was that there was content that you would enter a specific instance for and your group would be the only people accessing that content. And what that meant was all of a sudden this super special content that before in previous like EverQuest one or EverQuest two would have only been accessible for this like one group that happened to get the drop on this enemy. You could have so many more people doing that. Uh, and and that was that was a huge, huge thing. And that was part of what made be behind Blizzard being a huge game company that had made StarCraft, which at the time StarCraft was like the most popular online game. It was played professionally in Southeast mm-hmm. Asia, especially in Korea. Uh, you had Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 3 being hugely popular. They were on the cusp of mega, mega fame. And World of Warcraft just made their business completely explode. It was all over the place. And and that's where I see watching Brad play this game for months and me not playing it, me playing my PlayStation 2, playing Onimusha 3 or whatever happened to be playing at that point and, and, and being kind of passingly interested in it and not getting it, uh, you know, just, uh, the door had had like the the knob had turned and someone was still holding it and pushing the door open but nothing had clicked yet um we have to flash forward to black friday 2005 uh the the black friday sales Wor- world of warcraft i find on sale at i can't remember even what store it was i find it on sale for $20 it's, this is a game that was still regularly selling for $50 and I find it for $20 and I'm like, oh, yes, please. And I picked that game up and I put it on the shelf because I knew, Miles, I knew me being an obsessive player of games that if I was going to get into this game, I was going to get into this game. So this, mm-hmm. is, this is the only time in my entire life that I have shown any kind of patience. And I bought that game in November, knowing that I was not going to start playing it until Christmas break, because I was done with exams. I was and done.
1: That, you know, it's so funny. That's what we would used to do. You, you, you would buy something on sale prior to Christmas that you knew you weren't going to get or, or no one was th- would think to buy for you. And it wasn't until you were done with exams that you could actually start
0: to play that. And that's what you would do
1: for Chris's break.
0: <laughs> so what's funny, though, is that I had never done that before. I never had that kind of patience before. I don't know what it was about about this game that I was able to maintain that patience and do that. But that's that's what I I was able to do. And I don't know why. I don't know why because I, I just remember when I got home for Christmas break, I installed that son of a gun almost immediately and I played and played and played that game. I started <laughs> my first character. It was a, a, uh, I was on Alliance side. Yes. Alliance always and forever Alliance. Uh, I've started a human paladin by the name of Artesia. Yes. You may question the name Artesia. That is the, uh, the, actual name of the Gundam character, Sailor mass, a uh, sister of Char Aznable. Yes. I named my character artesia and I played that game with really no guide or concept on how to play that game. Uh, and I, I loved it. And I was talking to my, my girlfriend on the phone, like about how much fun I was having playing this game. And she was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, because again, Christmas break, we were apart from each other. Um, that's a part of the that's a piece of the 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 commentary that's going to factor in heavily after this um and so we return to campus that january and i'm showing her this game and she's like well can i make a character and at this point uh our buddy brad knows that we're playing this game (laughs) so he uh so 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 she starts a character on my account uh, that character still exists on some server somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, I and and my wife Rebecca, uh, uh, yes, this is my wife uh, that you guys uh, may ha- have heard on the show if you've listened to the show for long enough. Um, she is not a huge video game player. She like she weirdly gets attached to certain games, but mm-hmm. at the time she was not super interested in really any video game. And you know what? That's fine. You know, some people like games, some people don't. But for whatever reason, the very first time she played this game, she started an orc hunter on the Crush Ridge server, which is the the server that Brad had started his character on so that the two of them could play. Because obviously the two of us couldn't play together because we were not, you know, it was one one account. It was my account. Um, She played that game for three hours. I took a nap. (laughs) I lost my girlfriend for three hours to playing this game. And it was shortly after this point that we realized we needed to get a, get her a copy of this game. And so unfortunately we could not find a copy for as cheap as, as the one that I got. But what that started was a, a, a very important facet of my life. And, and this, this, like when I say that world of warcraft like i know a lot of people met in world of warcraft and and became involved you know romantically and and got married and all of that. I legitimately credit World of Warcraft for my marriage, and I know that sounds stupid to say, but no, it doesn't. i mean i mean to i mean to some people it would to say that, but what what I mean is Rebecca and I were a year apart in college she was a year behind. Oh, she was a year behind me, I think. uh, And so I graduated and then she had a whole other year in school and I went back home to live with my parents while she was in while she was finishing up college. And and so we're talking about a year of the two of us only being in the same place random weekends because of work schedules and stuff like that. And it was a couple hours drive and a couple hours back. So it was a it was a big deal at the time. But what wasn't a big deal was that the two of us could sign in to World of Warcraft on any given night and do something together. The two of us actively participating in something together that wasn't just a talking on the phone like oh how was your day oh how was this oh how was that we were we were doing stuff together we were going through Stranglethorn valley and we were you know trying to level to level 60 because this is all when <laughs> the very first the very first expansion the very first part of the game where the max level is level 60 and all of this was going on and as we we're playing this game the 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 burning crusade which was going to be the first expansion to world of warcraft was starting so the marketing machine with this, which what with what is now the biggest game on the planet, really has started to go, and this is where that South Park episode comes in, where we you know really get into to looking forward to this South Park episode and being way in like, oh, this is so funny. Oh, did you see that other? Oh, and you know they're in uh, Elwin Forest. Oh, it's so funny with the boars, and and all of this stuff is going on, and but but all in the while, it's it's still something that we can both. Participate in together, and and Mm -hmm. that is and that is something that became a huge part of our relationship for a period of time. Luckily, it wasn't the only part of our relationship. We still had other stuff we did together, and 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 when we eventually moved in together after uh, after she finished college and 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 found a job, and I quit my job and moved moved uh, states away to 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 be with her. Luckily, that worked out. It became, you know, it became a thing that we would still we were no longer like. Hours apart, worlds apart, we were now sitting next to each other, playing this game together, and it's something that we continued to do until. Until sometimes things in games that that fact that rely on other people to play get complicated, you know, we 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 did not do the 40 man raids in the original World Warcraft in the original WoW experience we didn't do that we just didn't have the the time or the patience or the knowledge to do that in Burning Crusade we started to do a little bit of the 10 man experience with the Karazhan dungeon but in Wrath of the Lich King the second World of Warcraft expansion and in fact coming to WoW Classic in September so it's like one of those things where I'm like Ooh, do I? I should not. I, and I probably won't. But but that is when we got heavily involved in raiding in World of Warcraft. We were a part of a big guild. We were like we were doing like I was main healing raids and Rebecca was main tanking raids. Yes, she was the main tank with her paladin tank. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 we were doing we got a we got a, a we did not get a server first, but we did get a guild first Arthas kill which if you've played uh, uh wow at all, like maybe not the biggest deal, but it was a big deal for us because we had to work really hard at it. Cause the, the, the ice crown citadel was such a big, expansive, huge with the, like the biggest raid that they have had at that point. And, and we did that, we did that together. And, and, but, but unfortunately as part of all of that stuff, you know, he goes started to happen and people were getting burned out on the game. And, and all of a sudden, you know, there's because Rebecca is, is an organizer and a planner and a very, like I would get nothing done without her to begin with, including podcasting. She is the reason why I'm able to podcast at all. Um (laughs) not a lie either. Like she, Oh, I know <laughs> she's, she set up the RSS feed for this thing. And I still don't know how to do it. Uh, despite the fact that we've been doing this for more than a decade, uh, she, she started to get burned out on the game and, uh, because she was sort of becoming the de facto guild leader and de facto raid leader. And it just became so much, um, uh, but but even then, and, and and then as that was happening, uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, we found out that she was pregnant with our first child, the Goblin King. And so she decided to to hang up the sword and shield and to say goodbye to World of Warcraft, which I get. I still I tried to play a little bit longer. But to be honest, it's one of those situations where without her being there as a part of it, I just I didn't have as much interest and I have personally got both of us have gone back to wow over the years. Um, I've done it a few more times than she has. But honestly, it's one of those things where it's like we. We just. We're not playing at the same time, we're barely playing together and and. I don't know, it just it's it doesn't never, mean the same thing. It's not the same anymore. It feels yeah. different. Now, granted, when when she stopped playing WoW and 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 I stopped playing WoW, uh, I decided to start podcasting instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a true statement. I started I, I started the more you nerd with Mike uh, in uh, in June of 2009 or 2010, which is. um uh the goblin king or no june 2011 excuse me 11, is, yeah yeah cuz uh the goblin king was born december 2011 so uh that was just a smart move you know just abandon your pregnant wife to talk about nerd stuff on the internet <laughs> <Yeah>. but uh <laughs> but but even still it's one of those things where where world of warcraft i still even today think back fondly on that experience And that is what, and I've said a lot of very positive things about Blizzard. And I know some people that are listening to this are like, how well it isn't even
1: about Blizzard, it's about your experience with a game.
0: Sure. But a game is made by people. Sure, sure, sure. And this is and this is where it I have very, very complicated feelings about it now, as I'm sure a lot of people do. And I'm sure there are people that are listening to this podcast that are like, How can you even make anything focusing on this game or this company right now? Because Blizzard, Activision Blizzard the world of Warcraft team specifically has had a lot of really bad stuff come out about them and the people that made the game. Sexual harassment being just a part of it. Large part. Hmm. That's
1: the tip of the iceberg.
0: Yeah. And, and and that is, and that that's one of those things where it's, it's like, I think about, wow, so fondly with this personal experience. Like I, I, I don't know that I wouldn't be married to my wife of almost 15 years. We're at 13 years right now. Yeah. I I don't know that I would be married to her. I'd like to think I would still be, that we would have found a way. But I don't know that without that constant everyday doing that together, whether we would have maintained that connection that we had. I don't know. I would like to think we do, but I don't know. And I will never know whether without world of Warcraft, we would, we would be in the position that we're in right now. And, and it's one of those things where I I think about that. And then I think about how I, I can't play that game anymore. I can't go back. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to go back because of finding out about what this, the, the company that made this game did. And that, that, that hurts. It sucks so much. And I know
1: I mean, I get it. I, I absolutely get it. And I think it's valid because I mean, I mean, we we constantly have to deal with things that we have loved as a child or have something that has deeply connected with us, and later finding out, or or later like having those people become terrible people.
0: I and mean, we, we we as as elder millennials, as geriatric millennials, we have lived through. A number of our childhood icons turning out to be horrible people.
1: (laughs) Right. And it sucks. And I mean, but I'm also here to say, and I mean, and I think this is completely valid, is no matter what, nothing can take away what that connection meant to you. Like, you can still have something be important to you and also recognize, hey, there's a problem here. And I don't think those things are mutually exclusive because, I mean, I'm dancing around it. I mean, growing up, I was a massive fan of Harry Potter. and And,
0: I mean, I wasn't, but I get it.
1: I mean, because it came out when I was, you know, in my later teens, and it was a fantasy thing that really hit. And it was also, especially in the area I grew up in, something that, like, even people who used to, like, make fun of me for reading were reading. Everyone was reading. And that was a big deal. And unfortunately, you know, <laughs> things happened.
0: Things and happened. J.K.
1: Rowling has proven herself to
0: not be, be awesome. Just be awful. Just be awful. Yeah. And so, I mean,
1: <sighs> I mean, the thing is, like, I feel like when when something like that happens, you have to make a decision. Like, obviously, like the books that I read are still important to me and I and I still own them. And but what you have to do is kind of separate yourself from future stuff. Like, I'm I'm not going to buy anything else that 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 woman writes ever again. Sure. But it doesn't but- take away the the impact that those books had on me especially as a young nerdy kid. But, but this
0: is but this is the the big question and it's a question that I, I personally don't think I have an answer for yet is separating the art from the artist. Because I know that there are people that are that find that very easy to do. I I'm not sure. one of those people. Like I yeah. I like I read Ender's Game without knowing Orson Scott Card's history and i remember reading Uh, and me too but i didn't like the book to begin with so i I like the book i I I read that book oh i read the book for the show i read that book for this podcast uh i've
1: oh i guess this was before
0: so um i was a ta
1: the year this happened so it would have been my sophomore year your junior year yeah so i Uh, remember hard came to our college i
0: remember patrick telling me this story and relaying it and, and I so I remember him telling me the story at the time, but not remembering that story because I didn't have any connection between the two. Uh so yeah, uh, Orson Scott Card came to speak at uh at our college. Uh I, I guess Go that would terriers. have been my junior year. Um and just having your year? So I thought it was my sophomore year and your freshman year, but if no, you if, if you're a TA, it was my
1: sophomore year, I was a TA. Uh, for uh, Dr. Trachis and Dr. Zides, um, who uh, Dr. Zides graciously allowed Drew and I to be guest speakers and lecturers at Wofford College as official lecturers about nine years ago, and that was wonderful.
0: I, I got a paid gig to talk about Gundam for a couple hours. Are you kidding me? But that's a whole other story. Um, but so, but yeah, hearing that story about how he was just going off on rants about stuff that had nothing to do with the book and, 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 and
1: yeah, I I didn't go to that, that actual thing because i had her, I had been hearing inklings about what he uh, was into. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to
0: that. Yeah. So, so I, but I, so I remember, I, I remember Patrick because uh, again, we all went to college together. I remember him at the time being really disappointed with what had happened. But I didn't know the author. I didn't know the book. I because it wasn't even it wasn't Ender's Game that I think they were reading because it was all associated with like a summer reading for the no, incoming... it, was, it
1: was it was Ender's Game it was
0: Ender's Game okay I didn't know that yes um mm-hmm. or didn't remember um because that was the summer reading for the incoming freshmen that they had to do um my summer reading was a book called The Middle Passage which was fantastic but um anyway uh. Yeah, I just but I didn't I didn't put two and two together then. And it wasn't until after researching the book for this show that I was like, oh, oh, well, I'm glad I read the book first, I guess, uh, because now it's one of those things where if I know something about a creator, it it can negatively impact my per- perception of their work. And sure. I don't know whether that's fair or not. Because I could see arguments from both sides. My attitude
1: is like there are so many creators out there that at this point, like if you find out someone's garbage, you can just go find someone else who doesn't does it just as yeah. We we
0: we live in a world of of endless possibilities for for content to 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 consume. That I'm okay not consuming content from someone that I don't think is a good person.
1: Absolutely, I mean, like for for example, one of uh, especially formative in my teenagers. One of my favorite comic book writers was Warren Ellis. <sighs> Has written some of my favorite comics of all time, and yikes!
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and it's it's one of those things where like I I I I truly truly hate that this game that I loved so much that I credit so much for is tainted in this way i i i I, I mean i I hate
1: it i absolutely get it i i totally get it because i mean when you have things that resonate with you and i mean i've only i haven't played as much world of warcraft as you have i i played for about six months to a year and i mean i had a good time it was my first experience with something like that um i think part of the reason i didn't stick around was because Uh, The person I was playing with, like they they had got me into it. They kind of talked me into it. And at that time, I think it was like free until level 20 or maybe free until level 50 or something like that.
0: Would have been probably 20 Uh, or 25 at the time. And
1: I was going through it and like she and one of her friends were like trying to carry me through some stuff. And I was like reading the quest lines and like getting into what was going on. And they're like, they, OK, they, noob. They, OK. <laughs> yeah. And they're like running. They grab the quest and they run off. And I'm still reading because I was super and, and I still am super into the lore of World of Warcraft. It's really to interesting. a degree because they did Sylvanas dirty. Um, and I ain't going to talk about that. No, but uh, I, I, uh, I really, you are
0: correct. And what you are saying there? Yeah. So I was Horde and a Night Elf, and uh, no, no, you were not a Night Elf in Horde because Night was Elves were. Not,
1: not, was it Dark Elf?
0: So Night Elves, B- so blood, blood Elf,
1: Blood Elf, blood, blood, blood Elves,
0: Blood Elves were Horde. They were introduced in the yeah. Burning Crusade expansion.
1: Yes, which is where I I, I uh picked up, and I mean immediately, if like because I didn't know as much. I played Warcraft one and two. I don't think I play, ever played three. And so I was vaguely familiar with like at least the idea of the world of uh, the world of Warcraft, but the, <laughs> the, the universe of Warcraft. And so like when I pop in, like you meet Sylvanas and stuff. I'm like, OK, I'm I'm with my people. Um, and that was my first character that I was like, this character is phenomenal. And I would go back. I never read um any of the novels even though like when the arthas book came out i was really really curious about it because like i love the idea of the, the whole story of the of the lich king i thought that was incredible it, i mean and, and, and there is and,
0: and that's what wrath great of the, lore. and that's what wrath of the lich king that expansion that key expansion which i believe was also the peak of players of world of warcraft was so good and it's like right now i know that Wrath of the Lich King in a very similar way to the way I played it personally is going to be available to play again in like a month. And it's like, Oh, I could try to relive some of this stuff, but unlike a game like Link's Awakening, unlike a game like Final Fantasy eight, I'm just not sure if this is a game I can go home to again. Yeah, and and I mean, I get
1: that. I mean, and
0: that sucks.
1: So for me, and this is what I kind of want to talk about a little bit, because like this was my first MMO experience. I didn't. It's not that I didn't understand MMOs. I've just never been a very social gamer outside of playing like fighting games and the I got next stuff. In the the um, elder years of the the arcade, which is what I would have probably talked about as one of those uh, games, I wasn't going to do Street Fighter Two because I know we did Street Fighter One a year ago. I was likely going to do MVC Two.
0: Um, Can I take you for a ride? Gonna,
1: yeah. Um, don't 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 hate on that song. It's, it's, it's just, no, it's, I love that
0: song, dude. I wish I could classic. have that. I wish I could have that that track on my phone to play <laughs> at any time.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great song. It's a phenomenal game. It's one of my favorite fighting games of all time. But. I will I will say this, like, so I I, when I played WoW, I was like, okay, I I get it, but I didn't have a crew and it really wasn't until Destiny when I was playing with Drew and Mike and Patrick and then uh, some of our friends and then some of our new friends that we had met along the way and. Then I understood the MMO experience because, I mean, for the better part of a decade, we did what people in WoW did. We we got together. We did we did quests. We we would raid. We would you know get together to try to get certain pieces of loot. And even though we are a little bit more splintered now, because I I just finished the Witch Queen like last week. <laughs> um. And I think Tyler has been kind of burnt out on Destiny fully for a little bit.
0: that, That like us talking about Destiny in our real lives is what like I'm in the state of Destiny right now that I was in World of Warcraft when. Rebecca stopped playing, I have regularly been the only person playing uh, <laughs> everybody's moved on to a different game. I'm kind of forcing myself to play because I've paid for content. I'm trying to get the content I, done.
1: You know what's what's so funny? And I think this is the part of it is because, you know, we don't we're not like, oh, we got to play every single day. I'll I'll pick up and play every couple weeks and I have a great time. I, I honestly we got we got to get together and I'd love to play with you because like I think that the game itself is in an excellent state. It's the state that I think that everyone, one of our friends wanted it to be in and just no one's playing it right
0: now. I mean, yeah, I agree. But, 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 but again, but with World of Warcraft,
1: like, it's, it's, it's interesting because there are so many things. So when you were playing back in 2005, um, I mean, you were playing before you met Rebecca, correct?
0: No, uh, Rebecca and I, had known each other, we had gotten together. Okay, so you
1: were already you were already you were already we had
0: actually broken up and gotten back together, but that's a whole (laughs) that's a conversation I'm not gonna talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um well what I was more curious about is so when you were playing the game before before Rebecca got involved, um what was it that kept you in the game? Because that that's that that that's interesting to me because I mean, we're, we're talking about the games that made us and we're talking about games that are fundamentally important to um, not just our lives, but the growth of us as a player. So what made you stick with World of Warcraft prior to any connection to anyone else? Because, you know, you said like, like you know, yes, you'd seen Brad play it and you were not super interested Got it for twenty bucks. I mean, you you that, saved that, yourself for uh, now, a, a now keep, Christmas break. Yeah,
0: now, keep in mind, there was a there was a fifteen dollar monthly fee still associated with the game that has Correct. not changed. <laughs> so when yeah, I was when I was, when I was when I was playing the game, and it's funny because I think about a lot of the stuff that I did. Like I played the game solo, one hundred percent, for a long time. Oh, I say a long time. It was probably only a couple of months, but I, I played a game, the game the game solo because I didn't know any better. I didn't know people. I I am shy, despite the fact that I host a podcast and am uh, I'm on multiple podcasts. And in just a few days, I'm going to to GM a Star Trek adventure stream for hopefully a lot of people to come and watch live. I'm a shy person <laughs> in real life. I am an introvert right. in real life, and. uh and so and that extends to online games. I don't like engaging in in games with people that I don't know or, or anything like that. Randoms are fine. Like going and doing like even in Destiny, going into the looking for group stuff to find a group to do something specific. I have done and I I don't enjoy because I am am self-conscious but uh so so with that i played that game until about level 30 ish just by myself playing wrong by the way i uh definitely was not playing that paladin correctly that i learned later but it was it was honestly i started getting more so i played that game because you in the early parts of that game you're everything is new and everything is fresh But what happened when Rebecca started playing is that I started a new character to play alongside her character. And that is when everything's really started to click for that game. I started to get really decent at it, at least really, really good and had a good time. And that is where, you know, that's where I created my gnome warlock, Sassy Molassi, which is... Uh, I love that character so much. I love that. I love sweet, sassy Molassi, but, uh, and, and, and really it's at that point that we started doing stuff together. We started like, we joined a guild and, and we did that together. And then we quit that guild and started a new guild. And then we quit that guild and joined another guild, you know, all, all sorts of stuff that, that, that happened as part of that. And, and, and that was, that was one of those things where like, I was afraid to do that by myself. But if I had somebody else with me that I knew and was comfortable with, we could do that together. And that's one of those things where it's like, and, 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 and it's, it's funny. The, the MMO that I have played most since world of Warcraft has been final fantasy 14. And I really thought FF 14 was going to be, the game that we would all get into and get really good and do all this stuff. And then I played that game until I was level 50 and nobody else did. Uh, But that's a whole other story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I really expected to get, I mean, I was enjoying myself in FF 14. I just, I thought I was going to have the time to play that game. And I did not. I mean, Um, it's because I I, I think I, I think I talked to everyone else into getting it. And when everyone else got it, I stopped playing. (laughs)
0: Yep, that's accurate. You and I have never played FF14 together. Um I I I played with I I played a lot with Mike and Rebecca and I played a little bit with Patrick and then everybody else got busy. And this is also unfortunately when when playing FF14 was just difficult because you had to like s- try to stay logged in like you had to start logging in two hours before you wanted to play in order to get in and play the game. And I would do that and I would get super far ahead. And by the point that I'm level 30, everybody else is like level 10 and it's like, all right, well, yes, catch up. And then nobody wanted to do that because it was such a pain to play that game because it was too popular, which is a funny thing to say about an MMO. Yeah, But, uh, um, so I I think to, to round this out, because I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to land this airship. Um, <laughs> well reference anyway, uh, to, to, to land this Zeppelin to, to coast this Griffin into the flight path. I, I, I really want to love FF 14 and, and on some levels I still do and still really want to play it right now you talking about FF14 or WoW? WoW. I said FF14. I meant WoW, but also FF14. I really want to play that too. Um, <laughs> I definitely don't have time for that right now. But uh, I really want to play WoW. I I don't think I can. I don't like. I think I still love it. And I know and I haven't played it regularly in years. I haven't played it super hardcore in more than a decade, but I I still I played it for a decade. I played it for 10 years before hanging it up. And that's like I can't I can't say no to that despite everything. And I want to not want to play it. I want to look at everything that's happened and say, I will never play this again. And I have not played it since any of that happened. I have not spent money on it. And I do not have any plans to spend money on it. But it's one of those things where like Microsoft is buying Activision blizzard the company that runs world of warcraft as we speak and the second that that closes i have to guess that they are going to roll a wow subscription into game pass which i already pay for and if that happens i can't i'm not sure that i can stop myself from getting from at least installing it and logging in to see my characters one more time you know
1: i mean i do know that And I mean, especially if they have some sort of Xbox like playability, that could change things for a lot of people. But I mean, for me. I I had a fleeting experience with with WoW, I I enjoyed it immensely. I, I loved the culture of the people that I was around. So I do have a fondness for the aughts WoW period. And I mean, at the same time, I haven't had a a strong urge to come back and not, nothing in WoW's creative in the last couple of expansions has really tempted me, especially after they did Sylvanas dirty.
0: I mean, that uh, again, um, this, this is all true stuff. And I'll be honest, every time I have gone back to WoW since then. It has been a fleeting solo experience. I'll log into my characters. Oh, the same, the guild, the guild mates that I, that I knew, some of the guild mates that I knew 10 years ago are still there. It's like, oh, hey, what's up? It's good to see you that are still playing the game. And, and, you know, and, and that's, that's really it. But again, without, <laughs> without the one person that I really, want to spend any time playing this game with i i it 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 i mean i'll play if you really want me to man i love that you think that you're the one person (laughs) maybe an ff14 i love that you
1: don't know that i'm the one person (laughs) (laughs) no but i know i get it um and i mean again it, it is difficult to wrestle with these kind of feelings, because it's not always as simple as it is. Oh, this company did really terrible things. I'm done with them. I would I would like to say it's it's easy to do that because sometimes it is sometimes you can you can hear something and you're like, yep, I'm done off switch. And then there are sometimes because of shared experiences, because of what something has meant to you. It is more difficult and you cannot articulate the. you can't articulate the i want i guess i the way i want to to put it is the
0: there's an uh, i mean there is a term for this the je ne sais quoi (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. That, I mean, yes, but I mean, at the same time, it's 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 hard to put that in words when it's not something that ever meant something to you. Like, I mean, for example, I know plenty of people who who would say this about wow, but would also be very very slow to like. Yes, they'll acknowledge like H.P. Lovecraft's racist tendencies, but will still use that person as a reference because of the power of the writing. And, or the power of the story or that the fact that wanted you want you do something lovecraftian um myself included because hp lovecraft was a flipping racist and yep. not so great of a person there's there's no getting around that did that person write some very influential fiction absolutely
0: did what he also write some from then did he also did he also write some really extremely racist fiction yes absolutely And I mean,
1: it's it's and it's not trying to like, oh well, this thing happened, so like that. I'm not trying to like make some sort of like argument that these things don't matter because they absolutely do. But at the same time, it's important to know that if if something like, especially if they were not connected to what was going on, found Something that that was uniquely important about this work of art, you can't also ignore that. But I think the problem happens when people want to ignore that after knowing things like for, for example, it's like, yeah, I understand that H. Lovecraft was a, was a rampant racist and that's a problem. Yes, he wrote some cool stuff, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's still a problem. Yep. And I think people don't want to recognize that things are problems. They, they want everything to be black and white. They want to but, argue about this stuff. And but, I don't think it's arguable.
0: I mean, but, but, there's, but, there's, but there's a difference, I think, in, in a book that is written, a story that is written by one person versus a game that is created by hundreds of people. There, there absolutely is, and, 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 that's, I, I, and that's the only room that I can I can give this. But at the end of the day, and this is something that I'm th- that I've been thinking about, where where you know the games that we've talked about, and the games that I regularly return to as as the games that made us. And yes, this is this is the last one that we're going to do for now. But oh, be
1: oh, we're absolutely doing sure this again.
0: we're going to do this again. This has been such an interesting just
1: yeah Conversation
0: I mean, <laughs> between Miles and I about this stuff yeah. that we're gonna Bum- do this again.
1: Bum- bumbling about like Blizzard aside.
0: <laughs> but but at the end of the day, if I if I could cut down to to my experience with this game, and I, I want to take out any of the 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 negativity about it because I I just I want to just talk about what this game is like for me as a person, just in general. And and we've 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 said this, but I just want to want to land on it that. These games, and this is any MMO. That and MMO RPGs kind of took over the game space for a while. They've kind of fallen out of favor now outside of uh, outside of basically two. But for a while, there was everybody and their grandmother was making an MMO because everybody wanted to be the wow killer, the wow killer, the wow killer. And and at the end of the day, the only thing that could keep me playing Not the WoW killer, but WoW itself is the personal connection to one person that was also playing that game. And when that person didn't want to play anymore, I didn't either. And that is something that I don't think I have ever had with a game. And one I'm not sure I'll ever have again. I mean, and that
1: that's honestly the most important part of this conversation. Like we can we can wax poetic about Blizzard or the the, you know, art artist argument. But the most important thing in terms of talking about this game this month was a game that made you. And this is a game that you credit your marriage to. And as a result, the birth of both of your kids—that is an, an an infinitely important part of your life. Yeah. And I mean, I, you—I I can't overlook that. We—we, we, I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about this, the whole um, blizzard situation, a little bit more. But this isn't really a conversation about that, and I, I, that may feel irresponsible to some. But we're we're specifically talking about games that made us we're talking about games that were important to us at a certain time and the period that drew is talking about is the the aughts and And, but but
0: but that's but this is the thing and this is the thing that 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 is 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 also that also just fully sucks is that i i still have i still today have memories and positive things about this game that will always forever be positive to me. That's fine. And, and, and and they're tainted by this stuff that's happened with the, with, with some of the people that made it. I get it. And, and that will never be inextricable anymore. And, and and I don't want that to have happened. I am mad that that happened to taint my good memories and to taint the things that I value as a person. And I and, and this this company that has been with me for literally most of almost my entire gaming career, going back to the early 1990s, Warcraft 2 that I started playing, came out in 1995 when I was 11 years old. Like that, that's how old my son is about to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the kind of stuff we're talking about right now. And it's like, I just, I, I just, I, I, I need to, I need to wrap this conversation up because I, I feel like I'm going to, to continue to, to circle The same conversation because there is no good answer.
1: No, there there isn't. Um, I I was I was speaking purely because of you know we have had these shared memories of a far past period, and it's easy to separate yourself from that that time period. Finding out something that happened, you know, recently, or even when we're talking about Harry Potter, like JK Rowling being you know a monster in the more the last decade. Yeah. after the books came out um but it's, but, it's but easy but, that person, but that. that person
0: was there the entire time and that's the troublesome part no it's,
1: th- it's i, I agree and, but and it's you still you still can't separate your memories from when that was important to you like especially if you were like a lonely kid because I, one thing we didn't talk about is for some people this was their social outreach yeah this this connected them to people for the first time ever. I know people who started to come out of their shell because of of a game like World of Warcraft. And I, I, I
0: have a co- I have a coworker of mine who who played World of Warcraft really heavily, and uh, started playing it when he was 11 years old, which made me feel super old. But it's really we're, I mean we're we're you know he 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 just turned 25. I'm. 37 about to turn 38 we're not that different in age but we're different enough in age that it feels like there's a bigger gap than than there is but uh he he had a very different experience to wow than i did because he grew up with it and he grew up with learning how to talk to people online and talk to strangers online. And wow, that sounds weird saying that out loud, but he grew up learning how to, to be an individual in this online space where I needed that, that assistance. I needed that, that sort of co-conspirator to, to be like, Hey, we're in the same room, but we're also in the same room. So are we going to do this? You know? Yeah. Or no. And, and, and that's, that's a, that's a, that's a bigger deal. Um, I lost the plot a little bit on that one, Miles. I'll be honest with you, but. um, <laughs> It's 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 it, we're in a different time right now than we were in 2005. It's been 17 years, which is. Absolutely wild to think. Also, I'm super super old. This year was my 20th high school graduation anniversary. <laughs> I'm so old, Miles. I'm so old, but that's okay. Um next totally, year so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> my next year my graduation will be able to drink and maybe the two of us <laughs> will share something and uh, you know. Anyway. Um I th- I think I-, I don't think there's much more that we can say about this. Um b- without just circling the same conversation right world of warcraft was a super important game and in a lot of ways still is but in in its age like anything that exists for an extended period of time has become more complicated i hate to quote the dark Knight, but (laughs) you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain, uh, which is a, which was a quote that worked in the context of that movie. And I dislike also seems to apply to this game. Um, because I feel like I could have come up with a better quote for that, but in the moment I can't, I'm sorry. (coughs) Um, <laughs> but with that said we are going to switch focus a little bit we're going to close the curtain on games that made us for now don't worry it'll come back at some point uh cuz this has been too much fun and we're going to talk about what we're going to do in the month of august uh, as we dive into a little bit of a different aspect and again we're going to we're, we're trying to do some new things here we're trying to to do some new spins on on content so next month, and I haven't come up with a cool enough name for that, so I'm just going to call it Tune Zone or the animated level or I don't know, Miles, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Um, next month, we are going to focus on the cartoon spin-offs of video games. Some of them you're going to have heard of. Some of them you're going to have loved. uh, But we're going to try to do this in a little bit of a different way that I hope you guys will see when we talk about it. Uh, But the first one we're going to start with is probably the hardest one to find. It is on YouTube only. It is not available officially anywhere. So fingers crossed we'll all actually get to participate in this challenge. Uh, But we are going to watch Captain N. N. The Game Master, the 1980s cartoon show about a kid who gets pulled into the video world and has to use his Nintendo skills to defeat Mother Brain and uh, save the, the video kingdom or whatever they call it in that show, because it was the 80s and names changed all the time. Uh, so once again, we're gonna watch the first three episodes of this, and these are all episodes you can find on YouTube, unofficially. But that's all we've got. Miles, are you excited? I'm excited.
1: I I am. Uh, Captain and the Game Master is a very weirdly influential show for me.
0: I loved this and show back in the-, the first Isekai show, maybe maybe um i loved this show back in the day i have literally not watched it in 30 years Yeah, it's been a hot minute that's a three zero year gang three zero year hot ham water i'm an old man uh but that is going to happen next week as we cover the first three episodes of captain in the game master uh so get your zappers ready get your nes belt buckle ready um which I just want that. Now I want a belt buckle. That's an NES controller. So I can press the pause button and yell out pause. Anyway, that's something I remember from that show. Um, so if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at the nerd.com with this and every other episode. You can tweet to us at the more you nerd and go to Facebook.com slash the more you nerd, or you can email us the more nerd at gmail.com. That's the more you nerd at gmail.com.
1: So I until next it? time You will end this show As we always do With a rousing Nerd How? Out <laughs>